श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वरा गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरव नम तस्म श्री गुरव यतो वाचो निवर्तन्ते अप्राप्य मनसा सह वेन वी आर टॉट द ट्रूथ इज दैट विच इज बियॉन्ड द स्कोप ऑफ द स्पीच एंड माइंड एंड देर फोर वी शुड नॉट टॉक एंड वी शुड नॉट थिंक that is the biggest punishment then how do we come to know what the truth is and therefore a technique is developed in our scriptures wherein some stories are told and these stories are looked upon by two ways some of the people they take it as only the symbolism like no ganesh chaturthi is going on so one place they are mentioned what is ganesha so they start doing the post mortem of a live ganesha his stomach is big because he is digesting all the problems of the devotee so the question comes if he is digesting it should go in he is not digesting therefore coming out he has got two big ears because he is listening to everybody so he has got one and a half tooth not two full tusk in half because he was not using vico vajradanti <laughs> this is not the meaning so whenever we talk the language of this symbolism we do a great mistake in era like the tricolor is a symbol of india so when you are touching the tricolor you are not touching india because the tricolor is created and it can change today it has got three colors tomorrow it may have seven colors who know or it may have only white who knows therefore when we talk about symbolism we take those symbols as imaginary creation and then they keep on talking you know why bhagwan krishna is blue because at the time of delivery he had ischemia that is not the meaning we should never take that kind of approach when we study scriptures then 
all the things which are said, they are historical facts. Suppose we learn from the lives of some great masters whom we have not seen. So, will we say, oh, the symbolism in the uh, Vivekananda is, the symbolism is not in Vivekananda, Vivekananda was historical fact. So, don't just brush our scriptures as symbolism of spirituality, most important. And when that head is polluted by that virus of symbolism, everywhere they don't look upon the God as God, but symbolism. And then the question comes, why Bhagwan Krishna is with the flute? Why Bhagwan Ram is with the bow and arrow? Why Lord Shiva is with the trident all the time with him? What is the reason? So what reply can we give? So we also give reply accordingly. Because Bhagwan Rama was with his wife. So he has to protect himself. <laughs> Therefore, go <laughs> and arrow. Shiva is with his wife. <laughs> Therefore, trident. Bhagwan Krishna was not with his wife. <laughs> And therefore a flute. <laughs> we should protect ourselves from that type of thought process. It is totally detrimental. Because the symbolism is nothing but the each of your logic. Logically you can put anything anywhere. But that is not right. Therefore, the creation is to be understood at different levels. Like you and me, we are born mortals with a common biological phenomena. But that is not only creation. There is a creation which is referred to in the Puranic literature, in Puranas. And you will see all the births and stories, they are beyond the scope of even imagination in our mortal world. Like if you take for example, Draupadi was born out of a Yajna Kunda. How can somebody be born out of Yajnakunda? Bhagwan Ram was born when Yajna was conducted. Then from that Yajna, the Yajna Purush came with the Kheer and it was given to the three queens and children were born. So what we imagine that this is the only creation there we are. All other things are only symbolism. No, please. And therefore, when we study any Puran you take, 
and I am told something about Bhagavad Gita. So we study them as it has really happened, a historical account. Plus, we have to get a message from those stories. And if we are not able to get the proper message from the stories, we will be only lost in, in Bhajan Kirtan and um, crying and chote chote baal, lambe lambe baal. And imagine we are the great devotees. That is not good. So, so many stories you come across in Bhagavad, not one, hundreds of them. So one story, for example, in the beginning only it comes up, and that of the Dhruva. Dhruva story you all know. And normally we tell these stories to the children. So when you tell the stories, Mumbai children are extra smart. So when you tell them, see, be like Dhruva. When he was small, he did so much of tapasya, he chanted Lord's name standing on one leg. Kirtanji says, it is not possible. Because they are trying to understand from their standpoint, it is not possible. Therefore, we take these uh, Puranic events as a method of communication of that which is beyond the scope of communication through the usual means of knowledge. That is the purpose of studying the Puranas. So two things. All what is said is historically fact. And it is said for us to learn from that. A seeker is born when the process of learning is inaugurated in life. No guru can teach anybody anything. The student has to learn. It is said <coughs> in Kaivalya Upanishad, the student says, Adihi Bhagavan Brahma Vidyam Varishtham Sada sadbihi sevya manam nigudham yaya chirat sarva papam yapoja parat param prusham yati divya. O teacher, kindly teach me Brahma Vidya, which is the best of all the knowledges, and which is also accepted and followed by the great wise people. You teach me. Guru Maharaj immediately washes his hand with the distilled water. He says, Shraddha, Bhakti, Dhyana, Yoga, Avaihi. Avaihi, you learn. Nothing can be taught. Taught, we have to learn. So when we are studying or listening to the stories of Puranas like Bhagavat, it should be heard with this as the approach. Otherwise, we will get into all logic and argument and we will see or say that, oh, these Puranic stories are only cock and bull stories. Once I was talking somewhere, very subtle topic, and um, 
Only Delhi person asked very peculiar question. So I said, look here. This is not for everybody. Bandar kya jani adrakka swad? When I said like this, being elderly people get insulted very quickly, very susceptible, strong ego. Do you think we are Bandar? I said, no, you are not Bandar, I am. You Everything is not for everyone. And only because those who are able to learn, for them only the satsanga can help. But there are people who go to satsang for many purposes. One of them is evaluation. Second one is they will be listening, make notes and then they can tell others as if it is their knowledge and get the applause. I am not hinting at anybody. (laughs) 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 And their understanding is, no, no, no. When I write afterwards, I will go and listen again or read again. See, friends, when we are not able to be here 100% now, afterwards nothing will happen. So the first thing we have to learn in satsang, when we are here, we have to be here 100%. And only as a listener, Shrota. No other position. Mother, father, brother, sister, husband, wife, in-laws, outlaws. No. Only listener. But when I tell some stories, or in between husband, wife, something when I say something, suppose I say something in favor of wife, and husband is also there. She will not listen that message. She look at her. <laughs> because the process of learning is not initiated. We have to learn. This basic thing. So when we go to satsang, the purpose of our going to satsang should be clear. The one, the most important satsang purpose is Bhagavan Shankaracharya says Moha Mudgar. You must have heard Bhajagovindam, Bhajagovindam. Other name of the same composition is called Moha Mudgar. Mudgar means a mace. Mace means in Sanskrit Gada, in Tamil Gada. Tamilians, when they are saying Om Gada Dharaya Namaha. Om Gada Dharaya Namaha. So, Mes, Mohamudgar. All our wrong notions are hammered 
so that we can change our wrong notions. It is not like uh, um, supporting our views by quoting the scriptures. No, we are here to learn and what we have to learn, we have to change ourselves. It's not for telling anybody else. It is for us to change ourselves. Now when this is the position in our understanding, then we take any story from Bhagavad. There are hundreds of them. We'll just try one small story of Dhruvaji. Now you know the story of Dhruva. He was refused a proper seat in his father's lap because of his stepmother. And therefore, we should not create stepmothers for the children. First purpose. Now, when she became, the child became very um, hot and all that, so he was given advice that, look here, if you want to come and sit in your father's lap, you have to be born as my child, not your mother's child. Then for that, you do the prayer of the Lord. He will do it for you. So the child goes. Dhruvaji goes in the forest. And Naraji is everywhere. So he tells, do this japa. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. And he does. A young child, five years of age. And he does it with so sincerity, 100% involvement. Narayana comes in front of him. And... He was told, okay, I know why you have called me. You will get the kingdom of the whole earth. And after that, the kingdom of the North Pole eternal. And before Dhruvaji could say anything, Narayana disappeared. Because Narayana knew he was going to ask for some change. When we don't understand the import, how questions come. One day satsang was going on like this. And one person said, I want God's vision. If you have got ability, God should talk to me. Then okay, not big deal. Continue vajan kirtan. And after some time he told, wait a minute, stop. God has come. You cannot see, but I can see and hear him. Oh Lord, this Guptaji, he wants your vision. Will you please grant him? Again he is listening. Okay. I'll tell him and come back to you. Lord said, he will have my vision. But nothing is free. All his merits will be exhausted. Thereafter, only sins will remain. And as a result of those sins, after my vision, he will suffer throughout his life with all the health problems. Is he ready? Now tell me what should I tell God? I'll go and ask my wife and come back. <laughs>
he didn't have that much common sense. After seeing the Lord, and what is the experience of the Lord or the truth? Knowing his being. But this is not known. And therefore these foolish questions come. So, Bhagavan Narayana immediately disappeared because he knew what this fellow is going to ask again. And after the Narayana disappeared, and then Dhruvaji started feeling bad. He was extremely miserable. After having the vision of Bhagavan Narayana. Why he was miserable? It is something like when Bihari Chief Minister, he was granted uh, an interview with the President of America. And he was told, you have got only three minutes. Ask whatever you want. It will be granted. Now this Bihari Babu went there. And the secretary said, quickly, one minute is already over. Only two minutes remaining. What you want? Ask. Now he was not prepared what to ask again. So he started to do And he got his uh, tobacco to beat. He took it home. <laughs> we will do not know what to ask. What are we seeking in life? Because there is no clarity. For us, spiritual life is when I do this thing, what will I get? It is a bargain. And in bargain, you need not be successful every time. You will be failure sometimes. See, friends. So, Dhruvaji did the same thing. He did all this tapasya. For what? For getting something. When you do anything for getting something, you are a samsari. When you do anything for getting everything, you are a seeker. Durvaji did not forget himself. He was having that in his mind. I want such a seat. I will be the eternal uh, head of the Communist Party. Nobody can change me. See, friends. And when Bhagwan disappeared, then he realized his mistake. Oh Lord. After going to the president, what I asked Chuna. <laughs> he who is able to give you everything, what you ask, give me one seat in parliament. Third class. So, after this point is over, now he continues his life. He becomes the king. And in Badrinath, one of the tribal kills his stepbrother, Uttam. And when this is known to Dhruva, he becomes very angry and goes to annihilate the total tribe. So when he was on that mission, that time Manu Maharaj comes. 
हनुमान चतुर्पा मनु महाराज वंश एंटेल से वर्ल्ड नोज यू हैड द विजन ऑफ नारायण so what you are going to do is to kill all those people what will be the message vision of the lord has not changed you if our clothes are extremely dirty like the the boys working in a garage our clothes are so dirty so with they may go and sit anywhere they cannot can't be made more dirty on the contrary they will pass on their dirt to the seat but if somebody has got perfectly clean tin upon white clothes even a passing scooter goes it the emissions will leave a spot on the floor exactly the same way if we are walking spiritual path we have to be extremely sensitive not dull witted and what is that extreme sensitiveness bhagavad gita chapter 12 yasman no dvijate lokaha lokan no dvijate chayaha harsha marsha bhayo dvegaihi muktaha yasachame priya he who is not a problem for others and he who doesn't take others as a problem meaning what he is like water comfortable everywhere this is very simple thing to observe in life keep the water in any container let it be a plate let it be a test tube let it be capillary tube water is comfortable but ice cubes keep them anywhere own personality therefore when we are attending satsang and in that satsang what should happen we must disappear but then we become dhruva very strong personality i had the vision of god did you have no and what is the use of that vision still you have bitterness revengeful attitude towards those now the question comes when dhruva ji had this vision of god whether the vision was outside or inside like i am seeing you you are seeing me was it this type of the vision or it was only imagination what could have been the truth now contemplate on this but when we are mechanically going and limiting our then we are not learning see shravan must be followed by manan when we listen something there are many doubts questions left in the mind knowledge with the doubts is called as ignorance incomplete knowledge so again in the beginning itself in the bhagavat mahapurana the first six chapters it is the bhagavat mahatmya 
borrowed from other book. The story comes that the Gokarna, he gave the Bhagavad Katha and uh, that Dundukari, his uh, brother, he heard that Katha and Narayana came and was taking him with him to Vaikuntha. So, Gokarnaji asked the question. Everybody has heard. Take everybody. Why only him? Narayana says, Everybody has not heard like he heard. What was the greatness? The greatness was that for seven days he was listening followed by reflecting on what he heard. For us, even while sitting, we are not listening. So, Shravan listening must be followed by reflection. Now, what is the process of reflection? Process of reflection is, it should be translated into our experience. And it is through the process of learning. So, this was a small story. Bhagavat, uh, Bhakta, the great Dhruva, he had the vision of Lord. Whether he had the vision of Lord outside or inside or where. So work on it. I'll give you some homework right to be done here only, not homework class work. You are seeing me. I can't say you are hearing me. You are seeing me. Now find out whether you are seeing me outside you or inside you. Work. Dinner ke liye kya hai? Have we ever thought? Here all the experiences happen. Inside or outside? If you say inside, then I am seeing you all inside. I will burst open. All experiences happen in mind. The mind is inside or outside? More you reflect on this. If the mind is inside, but objects are outside, how can the mind which is inside will the know will know the objects which are outside? If the objects are outside and the mind is catching those objects outside, then how the knowledge is taking inside? The problem is how the knowledge takes place that also we do not know. Because we have not reflected. Then we the slowly start reflecting on this. We come to know first principle. All experiences happen only in the mind.
like dhruva's mind was very agitated disturbed frustrated angry and therefore he invoked the lord for getting something from this man but if a person he doesn't want anything except pure love he has no contents in his mind यस्मान्नोद्विजते लोकः लोकान्नोद्विजते चयः व्हेन सच अ डिवोटी इज थिंकिंग ऑफ गॉड ही विल बी फ्री फ्रॉम ऑल द एनिमलीज ऑफ द माइंड दैट इज द पर्पस ऑफ डिवोशन दैट इज द पर्पस ऑफ उपासना उपासना हैपेंस आउटसाइड external activities uh pointing the lord is upasana and the result of that upasana is devotion or bhakti inside when we see or drew has seen bhagwan narayana outside it was upasana and he had he had devotion he would have experienced lord's presence in himself and what is the experience of the divine presence or vision undergoes change how the god is looking at his own creation Difficult to understand. Now take example. For example, in Mumbai this happened. Here also it happened. One lady with her young child, maybe about seven eight months, she could not come for so many months, and finally she came. Last day satsang over, and then prasad distribution. So I was sitting on the vast feet, and uh, she came at the end. Swamiji, I wanted to come earlier, but I could not make it. Blah blah blah. I said, "All right," and she gave me the chai in my hand. I said, "Mama, you are greatest of all the people." She said, "No, no, Swamiji." I said, "Yes, you are greatest." What I had done? I said, "Others have given only money, two thousand, five thousand, two thousand, but you have given me yourself. Now I will make a Swami out of you." <laughs> And she started. No, 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 Swami. I said, look here. Once something is given, it can't be taken back. And I was making fool of her. But he was a great son of his mother. He made fool of me. When he was <clears throat> seeing that, oh, Swami is teaching my mom. I will teach him a lesson. and he did that what he should not have done <laughs> and all the fragrance started <laughs> i said hey come on take this use this fellow what do you think am i potty or what and when this happened he said swami ji you are great i said what great last 3 days he has not gone <laughs> She is not miserable because her son did the 
dirty thing in my lap because it was her child. How the mother looks at the child? Even in the dirt, beauty is seen. Even in the stupidity, wisdom is seen. But the same child, if other ladies looking at it, these days they shouldn't, the parents, they don't have manners, you know. They should have seen properly and then... <laughs> if our upasana outside, like Dhruva did, if it matures and culminates, it is called as devotion inside. And if the devotion happens, our vision changes. And what is that vision? Mai eva sakalam jatam, mai sarvam pratishtitam, mai sarvam layam yati tad brahmadvayam asmeham. Then the notion of inside and outside disappears. So when our upasana is prompted by the desires, we are struggling to see the God and His grace in the fulfillment of our desires. By God's grace, I got what I wanted. There is another story in Bhagavad. <coughs> Indra and Vrutrasur. They are fight beings. And that time Vrutrasur says, I know this is Bhagwan's will that I will be defeated and I will be killed. Yet, I won't give up. Because he wants me to go through these experiences. He friends. And Indra, although he was winning, yet he was lacking that devotion to Rutra Surad. He friends. Therefore, if we are really, really studying Bhagavat, Mahapurana, listening the listening the stories and all that, we have to reflect on them and bring out the message. For ourselves. So, upasana is done outside, but the experience happens inside. And experience is inclusion of everything and excluding nothing. When this experience happens, then the illusion of inside and outside is over. Inside and outside is only with reference to some line. We are inside the house. Our car is outside the house. The car is inside the suburb. Melbourne is outside the suburb. Melbourne is in this state, whatever it is. Sydney is in other state. So you have to have some reference point without which in and out is not valid actually. So what is the reference point with which we are all leading our day-to-day -day life? Our reference point is the control line of our body. I am inside the body, you are outside. 
So till such time, this illusion of in and out is valid. We have to do upasana like dhruva. But that upasana must culminate in, not like dhruva. Once Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was asked a question, Why you are chanting Lord's name? What more you want? And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Really, why I am chanting? I don't know. We chant the Lord's name to get something or with fear. My Guru told me, you have to do so many malas, but I have not done today. Now what will happen? The question is, what will happen to whom? Therefore, our external activity is not only puja, etc., but every activity in the outer world should be in the spirit of upasana. And that upasana, if it is going in the right direction, it will lead to lessening the impact of desires in our mind. Whichever path you take, karma, yoga, upasana or knowledge, all of them are pointing to one principle, freedom from desires. That is the only purpose. Karma we do, for what? If I do this thing, I will get it. So one desire fulfilled freedom from that desire. But then we don't understand. Second desire is standing there. What about me? If it is raining heavily outside, we proclaim, what a lovely weather to have a nice cup of tea. And then we get a lightning. Because it is raining outside. You have nothing against tea, tea, whole day. You have to keep going. Then you get a cup of tea. One desire is fulfilled. Will we keep quiet? <coughs> Chai. No pakode. Second desire. Pakode has come. Mirchi ni hai kya garmi? See, your own experiences I am talking. So our whole life is only a struggle to continuously try to fulfill our desires. But we have never learned from that actions can never lead to fulfillment in life. Fulfillment of desires and fulfillment in life, these are two different things. Fulfillment of desire is an incomplete story of our life. Fulfillment in desire is the complete story of our life. In the 15th chapter of Bhagavan Krishna says, Etat buddhva buddhiman syat krutukrutyascha bharata. Having realized this truth, you attain fulfillment in life. Fulfillment in life means there are no loose ends left behind. 
life is complete. Now such a person, how can he have any ill feeling towards anybody? Cannot have. Therefore, karma is meant only for getting freedom from desires. But what we do, we try to fulfill one desire, second desire, third desire. In Chaitanya Upanishad, a mantra comes. Satyam Dhyana Manantam Brahma Yoveda Nidam Guhayam Paramevyo Manna Soshtute Saravan Kaman Saha. That Saha is the most important word. He who comes to recognize his divine nature, all his divine, all his desires stand fulfilled simultaneously. All desires are fulfilled in a sequence. I should have a child, you have a child. The child should grow, the child is growing. The child should get married, he get married. They should get children, he get children. The children should grow, they are growing. They should get married. No end to it. But then all desires stand fulfilled simultaneously over. That is fulfilled. And it can happen only if karma is done, not for fulfilling the desires, but karmani chitta shuddhartam or yoginaha karma kurvanti sangam chaktva atma shuddhaye. All our activities, are they meant for a spiritual practice or fulfilling the desires? So, if fulfilling desires is a samsara, what will the spiritual practice? Freedom from the desires. And desires can come only if we have accepted ourselves to be a finite, incomplete. Therefore, whether you do karma as a path, freedom from desire is the goal. Whether you do yoga is same thing, freedom from the desires. Whether you do upasana, same thing, freedom from desire. But what Dhruvaji did, he did the upasana for the fulfillment of the desire. Therefore, friends, all these stories in our Puranas, they have to be looked upon from two standpoints. First standpoint is that they are not cockenable stories. Everything is a historical fact. Because the subject is such that it cannot be communicated. How the water will tell the wave that you are none other than me? The wave is so much lost in her own name and form. Birth, growth, competition and death. That wave can never come to discover or accept even theoretically that wave is water. Same way. We are so much lost in desire fulfillment in life. And when we begin our spiritual practice, maybe initially like Dhruva, 
for fulfillment of desires. But if we are growing spiritually, then what happens? We slowly get rid of the burden and the pressure of desires in our life. And then Marwadi, Jothari Raya so Mari Raya. We lead our life beautifully, perfectly. Never complain. See friends, every vegetation is planted and growing by the nature which is suitable for that vegetation. Exactly the same way. Whatever is suitable for our spiritual evolution only those things happen in our life. Good and bad. See? Like when we go to the hospital, you know the doctor is concerned only about our health, get rid of the disease. So according to the need, the things are prescribed. This again I learned. See, I told you a number of times. My whole life is only learning, learning, learning. And you are all my gurus. I learned from you. So once I was in a hospital, many years before, something wrong with my stomach. And uh, they kept me on a useless diet. The barley water and uh, rice, when it's boiled, a little bit surface water, that was good. My God, this is too bad. Because I am a Swami, I am poor, they are giving me like this. <laughs> and the other patient in the same room, he was given such lovely food. I was simply looking at it. And he was fed up of that food. Because he had no problem of his stomach, only his leg was fractured, so it was hanging with his And he was fed up of that food. He said, I am not going to eat today. He had to do something with me. I said, don't waste food, man. Annam Brahmeti Vejana Anna Deva Kalpimani Bhutani He said, but anyway, I can't eat. I said, don't worry. We are there to solve your problem. <laughs> and I ate that food. And all the parameters were completely toxic. Then the nurses came, doctors came, emergency. And they put the tube inside my stomach, pumped it out, and everything was done. And the doctor became so angry. Who gave him this? All the nurse and all that. I said, Doctor, please don't call anybody. I did myself. He said, You are a Swami. I said, Therefore, I did it. <laughs> and then he said, Do you know what you are suffering from? I said, I don't know. You are suffering from. Um, Kalina. No, Malina. Huh? Malina. I said, wow, what a lovely name. <laughs> like Lavina, Malina. He said, don't make jokes. Your intestine, MBBSs is so terrible. Therefore, you are given this type of food. But what I was thinking, he is given better. I am giving less. Friends, every patient is treated according to the requirement, so that he or she can evolve. But we are Indians. We teach the doctors.
I go to so many houses and every Indian lady is a born doctor. <laughs> and they will give you anything. Comedy, you take this thing. Nothing will happen. <laughs> then why should I take it? <laughs> so the day you come to discover this principle, then the secret will be known to you. Samsara is nothing but an illusion of inside-outside. Be very attentive. For me, a child is outside. So, I will be talking objectively about the child. But for the mother, although the child is outside, but still the child is in her. So, when the child is not uh, um, able to sleep, the mother cannot sleep. If the child is suffering because of the pain, the mother suffers. So, practically, it looks as if it is inside-outside. But experientially, for the mother, the child is never outside. This is what is called as the story of Dhruva. Therefore, when we are doing Upasana, in our life. We do puja, we do devotee, all that is necessary. It should be done. But the impact of that should be seen inside. And inside thing is only one. Accept the world as it is. Accepting the world as it is means living at zero complaint level. Accepting the world as it is means four type of approaches. Again, this comes in Bhagavata. Four types of love means what? Those who are elder than us, respect and reverence for them. We should never do a mistake of teaching the elders. Many times it happens. I'll tell you one example how it is terrible. One doctor from US, she used to listen to my talks and she came to Delhi where I was having my satsang. She came. Because her father had some heart problem, so she flew all the way. And when the doctor came, the father was so happy and he was a liquid spiritual grandfather. So he was very happy, hugged his daughter, you are come darling, come on. And after going home, immediately opened a bottle of cigarette and chicken and fish and everything. And this girl, she had heard satsang. So she saw that. First day she did not say anything. Second day she said, Dad, I will tell you, you are having heart problems. You should not take all these things. Now you have to prepare yourself. Start chanting Lord's name. Read Gita. Preparation. And when she started telling him, next day onward, he was avoiding her 
in his own house. When she will come in that room, he will find some excuse and go to other room. She became so frustrated. Had frustrated people come to us? <laughs> Have you not come all? <laughs> so she came. Swamiji, I want to come for a breakfast to your place. I said, come. Take it. Then the question again. Swamiji, um, this is what happened to my father. He is not, you know, wanting to talk to me, avoiding me. What happened? I said, did you start teaching him? He said, you only taught us Upanishad Gita. So I told him casually, Dad, now it is a high time. Now you should take to study of scriptures, to stand Lord's name and all that. And this is enough of this thing. I said, this is where you have gone wrong. Elders are an altar in our life wherein we transcend our logic and reason. But when we are half-baked Vedanti, we start teaching everybody. Everybody. So love for elders means only reverence. Never argue. Before what they say, you say yes. Don't discuss. Because after two minutes, they will forget. Yes, about what? <laughs> Take the benefit of that. But if you argue logic, then they will remember. Idea is you are at peace. That's it. Those who are your age group, be friendly. And those who are younger, forgiveness. And those who are problematic elements in the society. Do you mean mother-in-law? <laughs> no, she is elder. <laughs> so, problematic people in the society, what is to be done? Be indifferent to them. Now see the net result of all the four. When we respect and revere elders, be very attentive. When we respect, the one who is giving respect is benefited and not the one who is receiving the respect is benefited. We come here and do namaskar to these gods in their pictures. Do you think that picture is benefited? These are benefited. Second thing, when we forgive, that is the only way to remove the unwanted blots on your mind. Come on, yeah, forget about it. Over. Jindagi bhar nahi bhoonga. Par ki eti na pavichi na. And then those who are your friends, friend is a place wherein you are relaxed, you are at home. And those who are bad people, they are also required. Unless bad people are there, good people have no value. See? Therefore, the net result of all the four approaches of love is you are at peace with yourself. 
this is the purpose of all the stories which are told in our sankirtan don't get lost in logical argument about the stories there is one story about uh, rishab dev ji maharaj he was a king ruled for 10000 years then he handed over his kingdom to his son and went to forest the story is like this so what the ignorant people foolish people will say what is this cock and bull story who can live for 10000 years because we live hardly for 100 years with the how is possible but moral of the story is what moral of the story is even if you are ruling the world for 10000 years you will never be able to attain fulfillment in your life see yage naike amrutatva manasha the day you recognize this principle you will see what a joy it is how i recognize this principle one of my friend in delhi old man 80 plus he came to meet me on the airport at 12:00 1:00 day time he said sahib at night i can't drive therefore i come to see you i said oh very good good news sahib ji i said what good news that old age are getting married again or what he said no i have given up smoking see for him good news was i have given up smoking i knew he was smoking for last 60 years right from the age of 20 and he was a chain smoker so much smoking big military officer brigadier so all the happiness that he had smoking for 60 years and happiness that he had by giving up the smoking between the two happiness of giving up smoking was more than all the happiness that he has gathered by indulgence so we have to give up our wrong notions and wrong notions can be given up when we learn from the stories don't get into that mode you know oh it's a cock and bull story it is only um, called as only the um, symbolism it's not symbolism like tricolor is a symbol of india we have respect others don't have because for them it is just a symbol therefore all the stories of bhagavat mahapurana or any puran is based on the adhi daivik life there are two types of lives in one type of life it is evolution in a second type of life it is descent avatar when the lord descends he is called as avatar when a mortal is evolving it is ascending we fall in this category we have to ascend to our divinity and for that in between stages this adi daivik and therefore those who start properly and go properly they attain many siddhis siddhis are the divine powers 
in this manner slowly from the mortal to the higher level and from there to merge in the absolute. These are the stages which are indicated in all our Pauranic stories. We learn from them and be ready for the dinner. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnahat Purnapunachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishate Om Shanti 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 Harihimo Sri Guru Yodama Harihimo